Oh man, we are we're live. All right, fine, finally. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Artist of the Goods podcast, uh, hosted by me, Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker Art. Today, uh, we're talking to Albamo from Plainview, Texas. Um, Albamo, let's do it again. Let's give a uh, what you give you like a uh, who you are, you know, where you're from, sure. and, and kind of like a little bit of your background on how you got started uh, into pinstriping. Um. I can give you a better background on how I started into art, I guess. Okay. Um, pinstripe and just evolved from it. But my real name is uh, Pedro Salinas. Um, I am just outside of Plainview, Texas. It's in smack dab middle of nowhere. Um, the flattest land in probably all of the United States. Um, but it is in the great country of Texas. <laughs> um, started doing art years ago um, as a in elementary school um they used to do this thing called cultural arts um, where it was like a small art contest throughout the state where they would do for elementary school kids and my art teachers back then would have me do projects and stuff like that but what actually what really got me a little bit more interested in it is my dad was actually a janitor there at the elementary school that i attended and he didn't get off of work till I'm going to say about 4.30, 5 o'clock. I don't remember right off the top of my head. So when I would get off school at 3.30, um, I'd either have to go sit in his little janitor's room or I could go to other teachers and they would let me do – what they would have me do is they would get me to do their – say like different holidays, Halloween, mm -hmm. they would do different art project projects, uh -huh. a witch, pumpkins, whatever. So they would always get me to do their teacher sample. Um, uh -huh. For example, turkey on Thanksgiving, Santa Claus, or reindeer on Christmas, mm -hmm. whatever. So they, that's actually what got me a little bit more interested in it. Um, it was something that came real natural to me. Um, did that. Fast forward a few years, and I started building model cars and built model cars for, for a while. Um, and did those. I actually were taking the car shows and stuff like that. It was, it was real cool. It's what got oh, no. me actually got me into it a little bit more and being a little bit more competitive with it from there um fast forward a few more years started building lowrider bikes um did those and um i would i remember i would it just depend on i guess how many lawns i mowed to how much money i would have uh -huh. um to what kind of paint i could buy either i could buy the cheap walmart brand or you know krylon or i would buy testers uh -huh. um i try to always say for the testers just because it would have a better gloss so i ended up painting bikes with that um, fast forward more and started building lowriders, you know, um, did that for, for some time too. Um, did that, some of the like lead sled customs, you know, things like that. I've pretty much whatever style of car there is, I've pretty much built. Um, it wasn't up until maybe about, I'm going to say 10, 12 years ago, I finally just took a pause on cars and, you know, the whole scene and left it alone for a good while. Mm -hmm. Um, for lack of better words, there's something kind of, um, rumbling, regurgitating, and it wasn't gas. It was like uh -huh. you got to paint. You got to, you know, it, something in me just kept calling me back to, you know, do art, do uh -huh. art, do art. Um, I can back up a little bit more. When I was, uh, I'm going to say 17, 18 years old, actually, I was 18 years old, um, did the apprenticeship, uh, tattoo apprenticeship, did that for, oh, nice. for a while. Um, back when we, you know, have to build our own needles with jigs and, yeah, uh, yeah autoclave everything set up uh -huh. take down you know draw all day did that um 
did that for a little bit, got caught up in the lifestyle and had to make a choice. I ended up walking away from it, left it alone. And that's part of the reason why I left it alone for, you know, for such a long time. Um, but painting was a better, was a better outlet for me than tattooing or drawing anything else ever has been for me. Um, plus it's so versatile. Like I'm not limited to just painting or pinstriping. I, I do signs. Uh, one day I'm striping a, you know, say a 32 deuce coupe. Next day I'm painting a tattoo shop. I mean, it's, you never know what it's going to be. Um, today I was painting on a motorcycle. It's so it's always something else. It's, it's awesome. You're not, it's not stagnant. It's not like you're doing the same thing no. every day, every no. day, something different. And it keeps it, no. uh, I guess it keeps it fun. You're not getting bored, right? Yeah. And I, I'm one of those guys that does, um, you know, they've got the label, the ADHD or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, if I had to self-diagnose myself, I would definitely do that. Cause I, I stay focused on a project, um, long enough just to fit a small project, just long uh -huh. enough just to finish it. Then, like you said, start getting bored with this. Like, nah, I want to do something else. So this, what I do now works perfect. That's the reason why I only paint, you know, as far as custom paint, I only paint anything as, you know, as big as a motorcycle, full bike. I will do tons of fun. Um, anything bigger than that, eh, I try to stay away from my, mm -hmm. cause I want to be fair to the customer, you know? Yeah. That, and that's what you were, you were talking like you wanted to give them the best, the best that you could do. Um, exactly. So where, where, where is the bomb shelter? Like I've seen, I've seen the photos you've sent me. Um, well, it's amazing. I've got to tell you, it's, it's at an undisclosed location. I cannot yeah. share that information. <laughs> I mean, for a matter of national yeah. security, <laughs> yeah. can't disclose that information. <laughs> but I know you got a lot of good pieces behind you. Um, and you were showing me pictures and I was just calling off like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you have this on your wall. Hey, did, did so-and-so paint that one? Did so-and-so paint this? Dude, one? I do. I've got um, uh, right behind me, uh, a great friend, super, super rad guy, super rad artist. Um, Chad Carter did the pinup girl. Um, the Hoth did the monsters. Um, Darren keys did the saw. I can't forget Mike Rooster. The Oh yeah. I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing one of Mike's shirts right now underneath Are, his sweatshirt. Yeah, I've got his uh, the, the hand with the pinstripe brush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. And I know you got, uh, I really like the, the alphabet from Tony uh, up above. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Tony Suzio, um, Tony Paints. That yeah. Great guy. Super, super talented. Has come a long way super fast. Um, I met him at the first Brushmasters, and um, the guy has come a long way in a short time. I'm look out, be on the lookout for that guy. That, yeah, he, that he's awesome. putting in a lot of time in it too. Yeah, so he is. When did you when did you start pinstriping? Like, how old were you when you started doing that? Uh, being 100 completely honest with you is, uh, I started four years ago. Okay. Um, from never holding a brush till now was exactly four years ago. Um, work, the way it worked out is just crazy. Uh, literally, before I ever tried pinstriping a buddy of mine actually a really good friend of mine great artist uh gave me a couple of brushes it was a green rat mac and a steve kafka scrolling brush Scroll. like uh -huh. three and he's like hey do you want these i tried them out it sucks whatever he gave me a can one can of uh one shot white so i was like yeah sure i'll take it and this was literally like in uh fit i'm gonna say the middle of january or so and my oldest son, his birthday is actually in February. And I thought to myself, I want to make something cool for this guy for his birthday. Oh. Um, he's got a 63 Impala. So what I did is I thought I'm going to do pinstripe this car, not uh -huh. the actual car, but I'm going to pinstripe a drawing uh -huh. of this car. So 
Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the striper Menke. He does these front ends of cars and then does striping on top of model. Uh-huh. So I mimicked his style. Um, but I did an Impala, did my did that for my son. Very first time ever trying it, over holding a brush. And dude, it was literally love at first stroke. I mean, it, it, it really was. It's I tried it and then after that I just couldn't put it down. Um I know and I know something you do. Um and I was just wondering like so I what I've noticed like you you go right at it. There, like, I've, I've seen like you don't you don't like uh, graph anything out, draw yeah, anything no. on, um, and you just go, and it works. And you make things fit when you don't think like, oh man, that all those letters aren't going to fit in there, and you make it fit and flow and look nice. How long, like, how did you pick that up uh, to be able to see that kind of, that way? And how long did it take to get there? I would be lying to you if I gave you an exact reason or date. It's mm-hmm. just something that just comes to me naturally. My eye just fits it in there. Um, I'm sure you've seen different movies where people have this kind of vision and they move things around within uh-huh. their head. And it shows, that's kind of what, for lack of a better word, it's kind of what happens. Um, I can visualize it in my head for some reason. I, I, I can't explain it. It just, I can see how it's going to fit in places my hand there. And it just happens. It's one of the things, um, I never, ever, like you said, graph anything out. If I'm lettering something, I just, uh, just go for it. Never, I don't stencil yeah, anything out. Like, you know, a lot of guys. Out. Will... One thing I do now is, what's that? Oh, I said a lot of guys uh, do like a stabilo, and they'll just like kind of loosely draw yeah. out some letters. You don't, you yeah. don't do any of that. So I have no. one. So I want to show people that you did for me um, on the inside of my brush box. Dude, we and, need to touch that thing up and go over it. Yeah, I mean, that was so long ago. It's it was, like, and it's, it's night and day. Yeah. But I, it, it just shows, I want to show people like how you, you know, you just looked at it and you fit all this in, into my, in the under lid of my box. Um, sure. And it was, I don't, it was probably like one in the morning. It was dark. We were under a tent. Uh, but, I mean, it, <laughs> we're holding cell phones. Yeah. But it looks cool. Like yeah. it is so, it is sweet. Uh, it, I don't know if anybody can see. Let me pull that over there. It's kind of hard. I it's kind of it. hard to see. Um, but you, I mean, you just fit that in. You were like, it was quick. It was real fast for you. Um, and I know you've, I've seen you, like, you pinstripe just the same way. You're, you're, it's, it's fast. Yeah, the, the only thing I've learned to do now is, um, and it's just with, it's a little bit of time saver, is just I'll lay tape under as uh-huh. a guide. So make sure all my letters have the same base. Uh-huh. Um, ne- I never do anything over. It's always on the bottom, just so my letters all end up in a straight line. Um, if I'm going to stripe, I'll use tape just to give myself a center guide. Uh, I try not to use Stabilo. Every now and then I do as a reference point, but if I do, I always mark on the tape. Okay. Um, just from experience, I've learned, I'll be honest, the uh, first time I actually, one of the first times that I actually striped on a car and it was, they were going to clear coat over it, I did a bunch of little reference marks with the Stabilo. Well, I didn't clean it off right, and guess what? When they cleared it, it showed up. So guess who was stuck having to fix it? You know, this guy. Um, so I learned, I've learned from my mistakes. It's one of the things. I mean, it wasn't super critical, but it was a pain in the ass. What did you, so what did you do? Did you just lay, did you just lay stripe over it and lay lines on top of it? Exactly. Add, scuff, add that, more? Exactly. Scuff yeah. down the, the clear and we uh-huh. added more and that was it. it. You know, it was able to hide it real well. Um, it wasn't like I was going to, you know, sand it all the way back down. So we just uh-huh. scuffed it back up, you know, added a little bit more to it. And, you know, the end result was good. But it's just one of the things you, you know, you make enough mistakes. You, you'll you'll tend to learn from them. 
So what's some of the things uh, like you things that you know now that you wish you would you would have knew when you got started? As far as what? As far as striping? Like, like yeah, striping. Learning like like gosh, I I if I would have known this start now, this would have been a lot easier. Um, first thing that comes to the top of my mind, um, and I've learned to just be a little bit more of a stickler about it. Just in seeing my own work and critiquing my own work, if I go back and look at some of the stuff I did when I first started as to where I strike now, mm-hmm. I tried to keep everything tight, but still spread out, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. I try to always use my second color to fill in all my negative space. And if I use a third color without it becoming so overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to before, I tried to keep everything so concentrated in the center and it, it just... It, to me, it would, you would lose it visually just because you're staring at so much. Uh-huh. So I've learned to keep it tight, but still spread out. Um, one of the other things is my corners. Uh, I try to be a real stickler about my corners where the two lines intersect. Granted, when you first start, you're going to have you know a nice point on your brush. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've learned to do is if you just take the time, just take the time to clean up your corners, either leave your brush the way you have it, lay it back down, and clean your corners up or one of the things that I've learned is if you turn your brush over and use the top side of it it'll flatten out just perfect enough to where it gives you a nice clean corner at where every mm-hmm. line intersects um that's one of the small things that I've just learned you know along the way so what's what's some of the stuff uh and I'm I'm probably going to ask everybody I talk to um what's what's in your paint box i know well I, i've seen your i've seen your box before and um, uh, the, the cool thing like i mean most people's things have like a sentimental value right i've got and, i've got one thing that actually has a sentimental value and it's just stupid but it's the one thing that i have with me since day one um i have literally it's my lucky screwdriver uh-huh this thing has been with me since day. Matter of fact, I have a confession to make. I took this from the job where the guy didn't no. want to make any more tattoos. <laughs> Screw that guy. It's mine. <laughs> um, I have literally forgotten this at several jobs and a couple of jobs for sure. And turned around and had to backtrack, you know, 30 miles just to go back and get my screwdriver. Uh, um, oh, this guy's seen many, many, many jobs. I've got the box here next to me. Oh, I've got to give a shout out to my boy. Hernan engrave it. Um, that, there's my paint box there. Yeah, you have my brush a, box. you have a nice box, a nice brush box. Yeah, he he uh, completely chrome and gold. He engraved it and chrome and gold plated it. Um, it's my uh, my striping brush box. So other than that, everything do else. You, do you still use obviously. that? Do you still have the Craftsman toolbox? I do. Is that the one you're, I, you're still painting all that? And then I, the, you built a carrier. I did. For like your Windex and that thing looks nice too. So when I first took it, I took it to Brushmasters in Kentucky for the first time, uh-huh. and um, Jim McShay wasn't able to make it out there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He was he was pretty ill, wasn't able to make it out there. And I remember they had that flamingo they passed around and stuff uh-huh. um, that um, um, Top Shelf was working on, mm-hmm. which you know beautiful piece. And I ran into Jim in Colorado at the following one. Um, he says, hey, I, I hear you've got a brush or a box that looks just like mine. And I was like, well, I guess. He said, well, let me check it out. Sure enough. Well, this is it here. Uh-huh. Um, I don't see, it's gold leaf, flaked out, patterned. 
Uh, wrong direction. It's like the bottle opener on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this thing's always ready for party. Uh-huh. Um, uh, or Masa, Center Roots. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, this thing, it's pinstriping lettering. And then a tribute to a good friend of mine, Dave City Slicker, gave me oh. permission to use his... Uh, yes. By the his, way, Dave... What's that now? Dave, Dave yesterday told me to tell you that yes. he loves you. He, love he, that guy right back. Yeah, he told me to give you a shout out that he loves you. Uh, I have a feeling this is what's going to happen also when I when I next person everybody's going to be like tell them this, you know. <laughs> so we got Matt yesterday. Uh, Dude, isn't also, Matt just the cutest? Yeah, yeah he sees this. <laughs> but what? So um, you had like also like your like what in that in that carrier that you have? What do you carry in there? Because you had like you had like the. You had like Jack bottle, right? You had a bottle of it looked like a bottle of Jack, but you had something in there. What yeah, kind of, yeah. What kind of is for that? What do you use that? Um, so in there, I've for? got I've got a mix of different things. Um, I've got I have some spray bottles. Oh, give me one sec. I set it over here. Um, it's just a cleanser. It's a uh, actually this one's an eighteen hundred. Um, I use it as just cleaners. That's that's what holds. Uh, wax and grease remover, uh-huh. although the spray doesn't last and also doesn't last very long because the wax grease remover has a bad habit of just kind of eating it up. But anyway, I'll use that and I've got a real heavy concentrate of uh, glass cleaner and ammonia to wipe down my surface just for prep. Uh-huh. But it's a lot cooler than just carrying around a regular squeeze bottle. So uh-huh. one of them things I had extra minute, extra paint and decided to paint up my bottles. Um, but yeah, that thing carries, I can literally take that case in my box and go anywhere in the world and not really have to look back or look for employment i mean it's it's perfect it carries you got everything and then you also have um you carry around a really cool like speaker um and i know are you still are you still making those yes like if people um, are I, wanting I, I, one I, of those. however i've got we the last show we went to i left it packed away um i've seen people doing those ammo cans but i uh-huh. i I kind of have a habit of naming everything, so I named mine rather than just a can, and it spits out tunes. I, so I call it Can Tunes. Oh, nice. um, that's that's my take on it. That's a buddy of mine who actually introduced me to him first. He wanted one, so um, he got one and had me stripe it all up and everything. And from there, it's like, dude, we ought to. It was actually his idea, so I can't take any credit for it. Um, and you flake him out too, right? With candy yeah, and I everything. Flake him out, and, yeah. Um, so they, the whole like, nine yards. So I'll and do a you do setups. Yeah, they look good. Like you do setups. Um, so it's like when you paint and you take a picture of like everything. I mean, it, it is a great marketing thing that you put out there. Like it, you have your work sitting out there. Like examples of your stuff on your equipment that you're using. Yes. Um, so if anybody walks by, I mean, it, it says right there who it is. It, there's examples of your work you're painting on a car or a motor, whatever you're painting. But I just, I like your, I, I really do like your setup. Uh, and I think that goes to show like people some things that might work for others. You know, if you're out there doing a job, this is something, you know, check out Obama's uh, Instagram page and see what his setups look like. Um, I, yeah, I think they, it's a great marketing thing. They, they do tend to help. Um, couple well it's not a couple but it's been a few shows ago i i had i've got maybe four or five that are ready and i've taken to shows but i've got i kept keep them packed away and wrapped uh-huh. up so, so they don't get damaged um 
and I had mine out there playing. So a guy walks up, he's like, hey, that thing's cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you know, you want to sell it. So give him a price. And he's like, what other colors do you have? So needless to say, the guy bought one. I mean, it, it the thing, like you said, is it is it is a great marketing tool. I didn't really think much of it, but it does sell itself. Yeah. You know, as long as it's presented correctly. It was uh-huh. You know, it's painted cool sitting out in the sun. It's jamming out. I mean, it, it sold itself. It was, it was kind of cool. So yeah, the sun hit. I, I, uh, the one I keep, I, the one I kept seeing was like, um, I think it was it gold and like yeah. uh, tangerine or. Yeah, the, the red and gold. And it's, yeah. it does have tangerine. That's actually my personal one. That's the okay. one that I try to keep. And um, It's got a few nicks and scratches here and there, but it should. I mean, I use it everywhere. So. Um, but if anyone's interested, hit me up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's an ammo can, um, Bluetooth. It's got, what's it got? Two speakers in it. Yes. Um, it's got two kicker speakers in there. Um, it'll play continuously 12 hours. No problem. Um, the battery life, I've pushed mine to probably about 18 hours. It plays it's, it, you know, it'll, it'll last. Get it together, Johnny. Get it together. Still can't hear you. (laughs) Matt, I know exactly how you felt yesterday, buddy. I'm back. I'm back. There you are. There you are. So I don't know what I just don't. I don't know what happened. I got why my Wi-Fi is working. It just said my mic came unplugged. It is. It didn't come unplugged. I, I don't know. It froze I up. I don't know. I think we were talking. We were giving too many secrets away. I, I think that's what it is. We got to yeah. cut that out. Yeah. No more secrets. Go back it, edit this. We'll delete the, all the all the good stuff we were just talking about, and we'll just, it'll just be a video of us staring at each other. That's it. Can't hear so you. What else? No way. You can hear me now, can you? Hold on. Can you hear me? Is it coming through? Oh, no way. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still, I can hear myself on the other end. I can hear you. Am I, I'm not coming through? Oh, man. Let's hook up. I'm gonna hook up this. Okay, better. You're you're good better. now. I don't know yeah. what it is. Uh, I probably have to do an update. Well, let me bring him back. So it it looks like I'm having some Wi-Fi issues. So I'm gonna connect a different um a different Wi-Fi. I'm gonna bring him back on. Uh, sorry for this. I don't know what the setup what happened this has happened a couple times so i'm gonna have to go through and try to figure this out um but i'm gonna bring him back on and i'm gonna run a different uh 
different network real quick. So hold tight. I know I got a viewer out there watching. And I'm going to change. So I might disappear real quick. back okay let me get a hold let me get a hold of albamo and have him log back in um, i'm gonna send him a message real quick and bring him back plug this in yeah i don't know this hookup that i have is uh this happened a couple times where i'm losing people so just hold tight Okay. You're back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Hey, so I'm going to have to move this. I know, I, so I have a basement studio, and uh -huh. uh, I think there's issues with, like, Wi-Fi in my house with coming down here into the basement. So I'm just running through my phone. This this has happened, it happened with Matt already, yesterday, too. So yeah. I'm probably going to have to move this to somewhere cooler and get my own personal studio just for this. Dude, do it. Yes, it's an excuse. So now it should work. I, I got it run through my phone. Um, and I know someone's on too watching. So thank you for sticking around uh, and not leaving us. Um, so what, so since, since Kentucky, what have you, what have you been up to? What, what led you to lose, like to, you know, leave, leave the job that you were doing and, and start doing this full time? Um, I'm trying to think of what month Kentucky was in. I'm going to say it was like, what, uh, September, September, October? Yeah, yeah. So I came back from Kentucky, and, you know, you come back, and it's like you come back, and your glass is full. It's like, oh, I've yeah. got all this knowledge. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So came back, kind of hit the ground running. And fast forward a few months, and um, we got through Christmas, through the holidays, and um, the very end of January, my – boss at the time just tells me on a Thursday, he says, uh, Hey, I can't afford to pay you anymore. I was like, or no, he says, I can't afford to pay you tomorrow. I said, that's cool. Don't sweat it. Pay me next week. Don't, you know, it's cool. He said, no, you don't understand. I can't afford to pay you anymore. And I was like, well, okay. So me being slow, I guess <laughs> I went to the back and just kind of thought there for a second. It's like, okay. It took him about 20 minutes. And I was like, well, I guess I don't work here anymore. So I went yeah. up to the front and said, and I asked him, I said, so, yeah, I guess I don't work here anymore, right? He's like, well, technically not. I said, all right, cool, later. No. And I left. And that was and it. That was it, dude. It, it literally was. The funny thing is, is I had given quotes at a couple of tattoo shops to do storefronts um, uh -huh. weeks before that happened. Literally, I came home and an hour later, one is in Amarillo, one is in Lubbock, and one hour after I that happened, um, 
they called me and they both called within about, I'm going to say 15 minutes of each other, uh-huh. landed both jobs. And yeah, I've been busy ever since. I, I literally have. Um, so this has opened up like opportunities to do, go like, if you were like, still you working, can't you, imagine, you wouldn't be able um, to pick up the jobs that you're doing now. Exactly. Um, before I used to do it, I was working that job full time. And then on weekends and after work, um, I would come home and I'd paint and that job, the way it was, is we'd have real busy season in the spring and summer uh-huh. and then it's fall and winter. It just, I mean, you could literally take a nap and you weren't doing anything. So I got to practice a lot there. I got to paint a lot there. Uh-huh. He told me himself, you better find a, you know, some kind of hobby. So I uh-huh. did. Um, um, after I left about a month went by and, um, he calls me back. He says, Hey, um, I'd really like to get you back. I still can't, you know, really afford it now, but you know, give me a minute. And I, so I was like, okay, cool. I didn't, I wasn't really, you know, a jerk to him, but I was just like, okay, just left in the back of my mind. So then I'm going to say about, about a month after that. So literally uh-huh. about two months, he calls me back. He says, Hey, I can afford to pay you again. And um, I'd like to have you back. And I didn't mean to sound arrogant or anything. I just told him flat out, well, I'm sorry, but you can't afford me anymore. I'm uh-huh. to, for what I was doing there, what I was making there to not having my hands um, tied, bound, uh-huh. shackled. Um, I didn't have to go back. You know, it was, I was lucky enough to be able to, as long as I was painting, you know, keeping my brushes wet, like Darren McKegg says, dude, it, it was great. I mean, he says brushes wet, you know, keep your brushes wet. You're never in debt. He couldn't have said it any better. I mean, it, since I left that place, I mean, things have changed for me um, tremendously. You know, I don't, I do have a new boss every day or every week, which is uh-huh. my customer at the moment, but it's nothing the way it used to be. It's, mm-hmm. this is the best thing that could have ever happened. I can't you're stress me, that enough. Uh, you were telling me that you would, you're like, I'm never going to work like what, like what you were before. Like you're, yeah, not, I, I will, you're... I will never work for anyone else again. Never. Um, Thank God um, he's giving me a talent. Um, I finally put it to use and it provides for us. You know, it's, I'm able to, like you said earlier, I'm able to provide for my family. I'm able to do whatever, whenever because of that. So, and, and that's when I, you know, when I met you that, that like, I will, I will always remember what you, this, you told me this and uh, you had a, you did have a brush in your hand at the time. And you said mm-hmm. like, you go, I, you know, like I, the job that you had, you're like, this, this pays my bills, but you go, and you said you had to brush your head, hand, you had a pinstripe brush and you said, but this right here feeds my family. Uh-huh. This is how I feed my family. And I'll never forget, like, I'll never forget that, you know, yes. the, your, your dedication to, to, you know, the custom paint world, like that right there. Yeah. Uh, and now, I mean, literally, like you said, well, I keep my brushes well there submerged right now but that's literally what feeds my family what pay it takes care of everything um but it doesn't come without hard work i mean you do have to work mm-hmm. at it as you got i mean whoever follows me um will know that i mean i will do any show any show i possibly can everything within at least right now at least a 300 mile radius i will go to um i will show up i will set up you were able to buy any of my art there, anything that I do in my spare time or in between projects that I try to set out on the table. And I will stripe on the spot. I will letter on the spot. 
whatever it takes to continue to do what I do, I will do. If it means I've got to drive, you know, five, six hours and, you know, get mm -hmm. no sleep. Well, then that's what it means. It's a small sacrifice, you know, for, for my greater good, my family's greater good. Do you still have, do you, are you still driving that S10? I am. That, Not at the moment. Let me back up. I do have it. We did a ton of work to it. Um, it's got a full engine swap. It's like literally days away from getting finished. But yes, I am driving yeah. that S10. What did, so I'll let you know, I, I'm a fan of Fiat's. Like, I'm a huge fan of Fiat's. Do you still have okay. a Fiat? Dude, why would you even bring up a Fiat? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I think, I, I, hey, one, they're awesome. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know you had one. Yes, I, I've still got it. It's, it's actually my wife's car. Um, I Did, prefer my S10 all day long. Um, I've got a full a full size Suburban as well. We've got different vehicles, but um, the Fiat is the fastest and cheapest to drive. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's the one I do. I did take that to Colorado and dude, just go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but look, I think the Fiat, I think the Fiat would be a cool project. Uh, to, dude, are you kidding? To, All I'm going to do is strike that thing. I've been meaning to strike the thing since I got yeah. it, but um, I, I, the only thing is I can't, I mean, I've got to butter myself up to just get in and out of the car. So because yeah. I've got butter all over my hands, <laughs> I can't strike the car. <laughs> I have a Fiat, like I, I do really do like, I have like a Fiat 500 book, uh, uh -huh. with all those vintage, vintage, like Italian cars. Um, uh -huh. I do like them. Um, but I knew you had one. I was like, man, I better ask him about this. Dude, He's going to hate me. Sweet. Like, I, I'm not, I, me personally, I hate the car. I really do. I, it's. My wife loves it, so I guess whatever. Um, it is it is fun to drive for about forty five minutes, and then, it, then I just start getting claustrophobic in that thing. It's like get me out of this it's tight fit. Exactly. Well, it's not that the car's a tight fit. I'm just too big for it. Well, I think <laughs> I think I, I think it'd be cool to see you uh, paint that thing and, um, and do and, and I'm, it's, I'm, it's totally no one. I've never seen one like like how you do your paint jobs for motorcycles. I've never seen one done like uh, that I, on a fiat I, I do have plans for it um it's a fiat 500 and they don't pay me to say any of this but anyway yeah. <laughs> it's a fiat 500 it's turbo um yeah. i'm gonna do the swap on the wheels do those vintage style wheels with the center cap so it's kind of oh. a vintage look um the only trouble i've had it but there's a company that does make them so i'm gonna put white walls on it and i'm gonna yes. do the the it's a dark like a creamy gray color but i'm gonna do a, a creamy tan with gold fades and pearls throughout the whole top so that is my plan yes. to do that, but i'm not going to do that until after i do my s10 you can you can probably i mean you have the space for it. you park it, it, it they're small dude it, it fits in our closet are you serious yeah you probably <laughs> you just when you get you just put it in your pocket when you get to the show i'll tell you something funny my s10 and that fiat literally fit on one side of the garage with the door oh, closed. No. that's yeah. all so i that's kind of one of the cars i want i know I, I'm, we're admitting a lot of things here yesterday, Matt and I talked about Pinterest and he was like, well, you're admitting to it. Not me. Uh, you know, Pinterest accounts and fiats. Uh, these, these are the secrets guys. <laughs> this is how you got to do it. Um, Dude, anyone who knows me personally knows I, there's not much room, not much extra room for me in that yeah. fiat. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I try it cause it's, it's cheap. It's fun for about an hour. Yeah. I mean, when I went to Colorado, I mean, yeah, I got there fast and i got there cheap but it wasn't uh, comfortable yeah yeah you know, it's it, yeah it's 
it wasn't comfortable. Well, I think that's like, uh, it's something different. You know, you go, sometimes we, we see the same things over and over and over. And that is one, that's one card that you don't see people like going, like putting things into, you know, exactly. you go to shows and you see the same type of cars. I, no. I, I like things that are different. That's you same, know. same here. Um, yeah. Right now the, the C10 trucks are a big craze. Love those trucks. I've had a few of them. Um, but when I was in school, I, I really liked, I was a big fan of the square body S10s. I, yes. I love those things since they first came out. I had a, I had an 85. Out, I say yeah. same thing. I had an yeah. 84. Um, and then when they came out with, uh, they changed the body style and did it like the OBS style S10. Uh -huh. Dude, it was love at first sight. I love those things. And that's what mine is now. If that one's a, that's a 95. Um, but I just. Did you put a V8 in it? What's that now? Did you put a V8 in it? We did. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Small block, uh, EFI. Um, 700 R. So, I mean, it'll, it'll move. We could have done an LS, but I had that small block. It's like, might as well use it. So is that, and that's what you're, is that what you're taking to shows? Yes. Yeah. And I, I could carry everything in the trailer, but I, I guess it's just in my nature to be a little extra, as you can tell with the background. Um, <laughs> I've got a small trailer, a little five by eight trailer. I tow with it as well. Um, it's got the S10 is slammed, um, 14 inch baby moons, four inch buff white walls and i couldn't leave the trailer out so the trailer's got the same it's got four inch buff white walls oh um, <laughs> do you have my logo's do you, all over it so. yeah so i was wondering do you have it all painted up the trailer all painted up no i i'm not gonna admit to painting it but it's it does have logos all over it we're gonna leave it at that um we're not gonna use that other word um no. death to that <laughs> word yeah but it, it it's a cool rig going you know when it's all put together it it's fun it's being that it's a small enclosed trailer, it works out. I don't have to worry about losing anything um, along the highway or on the road to a show or anything. It, it locks up nice. You know, I don't have to, you know, if I go for a show that's, you know, so many miles away and I do spend a night, um, uh -huh. it just lock up the trailer and everything's in there. It's safe, secure. It's it's fine. How many, how many shows do you, like, usually average a year? I'm going to say about 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, there's there's wow. a lot of local shows. I will yeah. I'll do I'll do local shows. I'll I'll do whatever it takes. I mean I really will. I I set up take down set up take down and I I shouldn't just say I I I have to admit um my wife helps me a lot. If, if it weren't for her, I really wouldn't be able to do it the way I do. Um, so we divide and conquer, and it's a it's a team effort. It works. It, it really does. Mm -hmm. There's there's no way I'd be able to do what I do without without her help without her support. Um, it, it works for us, um, which works out fine. I mean, the, I, not to sound cocky or arrogant, but she's beautiful and guys would rather talk to her than talk to me. So it helps. She, she, you know, reels them in and I, <laughs> and I got them. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Yes. I hope she's watching right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it, but it works. It works. Yeah. It, we we've we've learned a lot along the way it wasn't it wasn't this refined when uh -huh. we first started but it's we've got it down to to a system we've got a pretty good system down um and it works it, it works for us we're we've got big plans for this next year uh, we've bought an rv so we're gonna we're gonna do that oh, hit nice. the road with that she's got three more years of work and i'm keeping my fingers crossed she doesn't change her mind 
Um, <laughs> but after that, we should be able to hit um, coast to coast and oh, yes. show up everywhere. But we're going to do it in an RV. I thought about, I'd love to do it in a van, but she's just absolutely hates those things. And she hates vans the way I hate Fiat's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have, so uh, I know you travel a lot. Um, yes. Do you do you fly to any of these locations? And if you do fly, how in the heck do you travel oh, okay. with brushes but and when paint? I do fly, all I can take is brushes. That's it. I'm uh -huh. not allowed to carry any paints. Um, so did a little bit in New York list last July. Uh, took my brushes out there. Did a little bit out there. Um, went to Los Angeles, um, same thing, July. And um, I flew out there. So a buddy of mine, I was doing work for a buddy of mine. Um, he had paint. So that worked. Um, another time I drove out there. Well, if I drive, I can take all my stuff. So uh -huh. I mean, that's, that's not a big deal. But if I do fly, I'm able to fly anywhere. And um, as long as I take my brushes, that's fine. I mean, paint is paint. That doesn't matter. But you do get used to your tools and, you know, it's, I mean, granted, I can't pick up a new brush out of, you know, anywhere and do what I've got to do, uh -huh. but I'd rather, I'd rather use my own. How do you, how do you pack your brushes for a flight? What do you, do, um, you, do you keep them in a box or do you yeah, like put I, them in a bag? No, I keep them in the box. I keep carry them just the way I, you know, I would in my regular, you know, paint box. I just, I keep them in my carry on. I don't let those things out of my possession um, at all, just because. I mean, those are—it's literally my livelihood, writing. Yeah, you know, um, and, and so, you're talking—that's some—that's a lot of money you have sitting in one of those boxes. It, exactly, and yeah, you know, it's not so much the the monetary part of it, but just the trouble and you know the aggravation of having to go through and get my collection back to where. Mm -hmm. where have you have, have you ever had, had any issues, there. like any issues no. flying? So when you fly, you're you're laying it down. You're keeping it like this in your bag. You're not. You're not keeping anything. You no, keep I'll keep it standing up because I'll keep it in a backpack, so I stand everything up. Okay. Do you have any issues? Uh, does your Do you have any issues with things like oil coming through? Uh, uh, no. What I do is I before if I'm gonna fly, I uh -huh. learn to just kind of squeegee the brush. You know, they all stay real oiled, but I'll squeegee uh -huh. them with just my fingers. Okay. Get as much oil as possible out of it. Other than that. That's about it. Um, you could take it a step further for the smaller brush boxes, like um, this for your regular uh -huh. pinstripe. Put in a quart size Ziploc bag. It's not a big deal. Okay. You know, um, the other ones you could, you know, wrap them saran wrap or whatever. It's not a big deal. Um, but no, I've never really had any issues um, with traveling with them. It's not at all. That's something I've just always, I've always wondered. Like, hey, I want to go do some stuff, and I want to take my brushes. I'm like. How is this gonna work? Like, and can't hear you. Oh, you're how about now? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hold on. Yo. Yes. No. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you. I'm coming oh, through. Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. Signal. I'm gonna move this to another place too. Um. Yeah. I've just always been curious on how that works on travel and that kind of stuff with flying and. Uh, when you hit, when you say you land in a spot, are you going to like, you're, are you hunting paint down? Um, if I've already prearranged it, most of the time the paint's already there. You know, I don't okay. have to really hunt anything down. I try not to just because uh, it's, it's just a big waste of time, you know? Mm -hmm. So, 
that's that's the one thing that you know you asked me earlier about time management i try mm-hmm. to try to be as proactive as about that um as possible to not waste any time i mean the more the more time you waste um, for lack of better words i mean you're just wasting money um and it doesn't just come down to the monetary part of it but i mean at the end of the day, like I said, you have to have that business mindset. Uh-huh. If you don't treat it that way, then you, you're going to lose your ass. You're not going to make any money. And you're gonna, you cannot afford to waste time and still make money. It, it just doesn't work. So how do you, so is your, is your, are you, are you usually word of mouth? Like, how do you, how do people know, like, I mean, um, you go to shows, people see you at shows, but like, and you run a huge, like you're a West Texas, like you, that's a huge area. Yes. Are you getting your name out there by just yes. you're out there grinding every yes. day? Every day, every every day that I can. Um, most of my work is it really is word of mouth. Um, I've gotten quite a bit through Instagram. Um, I get some through Facebook, but it's one of the things that I'm not giving those guys a shout out by any shape or form. Um, but I'm just being honest. Um, majority of my work is word of mouth, mm-hmm. um, but I do get quite a bit through through Instagram, uh, social media. Well, I know you went up um, recently. One of your pieces, where like getting voted on, went up oh. like to the finals, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was actually. I cool. talk about that, like how how that felt. You know, when you're seeing, you know, you're going against names from across everywhere, and you're starting to go up and up uh, for gnarly. You know, when they had their, yeah. was it the flying eyeball contest? Yes, it was the flying eyeball contest. Yes, um, it's it's um. Uh, it's actually the piece itself. Um, my buddy Hernan, the one in the grave, he was at my house a few weeks ago. And um, when he actually saw it, he's like, so where's this piece? And he saw it. And it I mean, in reality, it's only about 18 inches wide, 17 uh-huh. inches wide. It's not It's not a really big piece. It's something I just painted, same thing. I painted that in a bowling pin that I po- posted the other day. I painted those at the exact same time. Um, it was kind of a set. It was something I was going to put in my office and uh-huh. – the bowling pin guy asked threatens one of the things i'll paint another one whatever um the thing with gnarly though was dude completely unexpected um i really wanted to post the bowling pin i thought the bowling pin was better than the eyeball uh-huh. but i couldn't submit a video so i could only get a picture of the actual eyeball okay. so i sent that and figured what the hey and as it kept escalating it was like oh that's cool um although i did see a good friend of mine which is you know like i mentioned earlier matt's piece was in there Dude, I continue to keep my fingers crossed. Don't put me against him. Oh Don't yeah, yeah. Against him. Because yeah. <laughs> his piece was amazing. Uh-huh. Um, the guy was his, that his, his, was the cutout. Yes, it was a cutout. Yeah. Um, it was a little, okay. It's one he actually yeah. started in Kentucky. Yes. Um, yeah. The little monster fight, you know, holding down the flying eyeball. Uh-huh. It was cool. Um, the guy that actually ended up bumping me off was a Tony Touch tattoo. An amazing piece. Uh, he was, was it the graffiti? graffiti piece? That's that was a nice wall. What's that now? That was a big wall, that huge piece that he did. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. It's, you know, your work speaks for itself. Uh, You did a classic design and it went, I mean, it was going toe to toe with everybody. Exactly. Um, Did you get it? Super exciting. What's that? Did you get more, did you get more people from that? Like, were people like, oh, wait, who is this guy? Yeah. uh, I'd say. I, and I, I literally just noticed it not that long. Well, probably right, you know, right when that happened. But I've had a lot happen since then. I mean, a lot. Um, so it kind of got pushed to the back burner. And I, no disrespect to anyone. It's just you know what happened. Um, when 
when that was going on, the gnarly thing was going on, um, I must have gained maybe 60, 70 followers where I don't have very many followers, uh, but it pushed me over the 1500 mark was like, Uh wow. I mean, okay. Like I said, I don't have very many followers now. um, Now, you know, I paying more attention to everyone else. Um, Uh um, Some of our, some of our friends, you know, I mean, these guys have a ton of followers. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's the focus for this, for this year to, uh, push a little bit more on social media and because uh-huh. um, like I told you earlier, you know, I'm never going to work for someone else again, not to clock in, clock out. Uh-huh. So I'm going to do whatever I've got to do to continue to do what I'm doing. And that's like, uh, say every time I've talked to somebody on here uh, with this, this, what I'm, what I'm doing with this is that whole like artist supporting artists, just promoting each other. Yes. Uh, you know, you guys have always been there for me. Um, and this is the least I can do, you know, all the knowledge and stuff that you guys have passed down to me and passed on and helped me out. Um, wh- wh- I can do this, you know, like I could, I was like, I, it took me a while to get, to get to this point, but uh, I'm figuring out we've had some hiccups, you know, with yes, yes, cutting out during these things, but you know, I'm still trying to learn how to set all this up and get it going. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, gonna, really going to start pushing this whole artist supporting artist deal. Um, Cause I think it's the only way, you know, one of the ways that we're going to get bigger. Um, Definitely. You, you can do this whole support your local artist over and over and over. Um, but truly when, when you see it is like a, um, it's a, it's like a small family. It, it really, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I've got my immediate family and I've got my paint family. Uh, yeah. Anytime, you know, that I reference someone, I, you know, it's, it's always somebody from my paint family. Um, and, that that family continues to grow um i've yet to meet to meet you know anyone at say brush masters which is the mm. event that brought us you know yeah. together you know, we're able to meet at um i met i i've just met so many amazing people through that um i'm with you anytime that i can promote it and um and push it forward i will definitely do that the thing has I said it and I did and I don't mean to sound corny or cheesy or anything like uh-huh. that, but it literally changed my life. It, it yeah. literally has. Um, because of that event and because of everyone who has gone there, granted, it didn't come without my own discipline and mm-hmm. persistence and perseverance. But once you put all of those together, it did it did have a big impact to where I'm at now. It mm-hmm. has made an impact. Um, great course for anyone who wants to start. Um, in on this, anything comes custom culture, custom paint. It is, you know, there is a vast amount of talent there. There's an insane amount of talent. It was like um, when I when I t- started talking to you on the phone, and uh, it was like, it was like I just talked to you the day prior, you know. And it, exactly, and yeah. You it, it was like right we picked back up. up. Yeah, it picked right back up, and we're laughing. You know, I'm almost in tears, laughing, and uh, the same stuff. You know. Yes. Um, and we were talking. I really like, so everybody probably heard the last one. I, I said a word to Matt and Matt start fell back laughing. Um, I thought it'd be cool. Like if you guys did it, we were talking, you know, it'd be cool to, if you did it, you guys did a sticker of just the word suck. Dude. Uh, I think it'd be a cool idea to get like, give me one sec. I actually yeah. have that. Give me one sec. Okay, yeah. Hold on.
so we're in Kentucky and we're all painting A, B, C, D, you know, cute stuff like mm -hmm. that. And out of nowhere, you know, the filthy animal that he is paints this little ditty. <laughs> so, um, Matt, thank you so much. This thing still um, graces my walls. It will continue to do so. But yeah, I really like your idea. I think I will submit it, and with Matt, with Matt's permission first. Yeah. I think and, it'd be a uh, cool thing. See if we can't get some suck stickers. Yeah, I mean it, it, that. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have to agree. Um, dude, those just, you know, I pull that down and, you know, think of the memories uh, that came with it. It's, it's awesome. Um, that was, uh, we got to have a one-on-one -on -one with uh, Gene Winfield there. It was, yeah. you know, who else can say that? There's a picture floating around somewhere. I've seen it. Um, we're, we're sitting there, you know. At, <laughs> do, you, do you have that photo? Uh, I believe so. I'll, I'll oh. have to look. I got, I'll, I can, if you don't, I have, I have it. I can send it your way. Sure. If you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's me, uh, little Matt and Gene Winfield sitting at a table and Gene's like, you know, I guess I'm going to try this shit. And, you know, I'm sitting there doing mine. Matt's doing his and Gene's, you know, struggling with his. And, I mean, just, it, it was just one of those things that kind of seems a little surreal. It's like, am I seriously sitting at this table with Gene Winfield? You know, is he asking me how you do this shit? I mean, that was the exact word. How do you do yeah. this shit? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 uh, that Matt Matt said the same thing last night. Yeah. That was the same the same thing. Um, and I, I told Matt, I'll probably say this every time I talk to somebody about how awesome it was to be with everybody like that. How late we all stayed up painting. Yes. Um, it was just a good time. Yes. And, and yeah. you've seen a lot of the people that were there have, yes. have grown and have gone on and prospered in this, uh, in this, I guess, culture, um, and have done well. Yes. Hey, um, you've been asking me all the questions, but one of the things, well, you asked me about the other day. Um, I did score all the paint from 82 short box. I mean, those are guys, those are you guys that slept on it. Well, yeah. you slept yes, on it. I did too. <laughs> 82 yes. short box. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. <laughs> I'll have to send a message too. I hope he's tuned into this. And here's the, here's this. Um, yeah, I everyone else totally slept on it, dude. He shipped it out to me. The guy was super cool, super understanding. Um, it took him a few days, but got it done, got it here, and I mean, I'm I'm using it now. You know, it's it worked out perfect. So that's another guy. Uh, I mentioned him the other day too. Um, he's a pinstriper out of I want to say it's Dayton, Ohio. So he's not. I mean, he's not too far from me. Um we're doing that panel jam. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put him in it. So, uh, Sweet. I want to give people opportunity. Like that's the other thing, you know, put other people on, try to, Hey, here's another guy, right? Uh, yes. Give people, give people opportunity. Like I was given an opportunity, um, and do like the, the virtual panel jam. Um, if you're in, so Let me Matt know. is Matt is in, uh, low Matt, City Slicker, uh, 82 Short Box, Albamo. And then I'm going to look, I'm going to have to look on my list too. I, I think, like I keep saying, I think you can do 10 people and we'll do a live and I'll make Dude, sure the internet's totally working. Totally count me in. I, I, I'm in. Yeah. I'll be striping with yeah. my finger and just finger painting stripes. That's, <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. No, you, don't, you've got that fancy new Oz brush. You need to take, yes. take oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can, have you seen some of Oz's work and those crazy turns that he does? Yes. Um, this brush, 
it, you can you can lay down those turns with this brush. Dude, Oz is he's something else. The guy's supernatural. Um, so much talent, so much talent, and such a humble person. It's such a humble. humble beast. I mean, the guy yeah. the guy is a beast at what he does. Um, um and he he's one he will help you out, answer questions, um, and point you yes. point you the right way. Yes, yes. Um. Oz will tell you, I, t I talked to him way before Brushmasters had ever even, mm -hmm. you know, was even a thing. Um, way before about, you know, doing one-on-one -on -one, stuff like that with him. And um, he, uh, I remember when he first got it together, like, you know, he messaged me. It was like literally like three in the morning. It's like, uh -huh. what the hell? <laughs> you know, he messaged me at three in the morning. Hey, <laughs> sign up for this. You know, this is this this is what we're doing. So it's like, oh, uh -huh. dude, I, I could not wait. Like I was like, I could, it was like a a little kid, you know, first day of school, I had my clothes all set out and everything. This is what I'm wearing this day. Like, I was super excited about that. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, I, that, I had the same thing, like super motivated. And then, you know, I, I started doing this, like trying to put this together, this podcast. Yes. And I'm every, after every time I talk to one of you guys, it's, it's that I'm getting that same feeling again of, uh, awesome. I need to get back on it. Like I'm like, it's mo it's motivating and I'm getting those messages. Uh, you know, I really appreciate everybody who has been sending me stuff talking about how motivating it is. Hey, thanks for doing this. Um, I really do appreciate it. Uh, I have another, I have another person out there and I want to make sure I want to give him a shout out, uh, while we're doing this because he's been kind of, he's been watching, listening and giving me some things like, Hey, he saw this, like, Hey, your volume's not, you know, I can't hear you on this end or this. So, uh, I really, you know, really appreciate him um, taking the time to um, listen in. And let me—I want to find sure. him real quick. Um, it's uh, Butcher's. It's—he's on Instagram. It's Butcher's underscore Tiki underscore Works Butcher. Uh, he's a—it says Tiki Carver, pinstriping, taco loving weirdo. Um, he's been tuning in constantly and and kind of like. Let me know, like, hey, this isn't. I can't hear you here, here. So that's helped out a lot. So I wanted to give him a shout out. No. Now can now can you hear it? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, you were sounding like a robot there for a second. Oh, it's probably slowing up. Yeah. Did you hear that? Did yeah, I, was you're I back. get his Instagram name? Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to give him a shout out because he's been, you know, he's been constantly tuning in. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'd like to get some stickers and stuff made for this podcast and start throwing some stickers out there for everybody. Sounds like a good deal. Let me come up with, let me get these suck stickers made up and I'll send yeah. some out to me. So you can yeah, definitely. Well. So if, uh, if people want to get a hold of you and where, how is the best place to contact you? What do you need to do to get a hold of you? Okay. Uh, you're back. Um, Instagram yeah. is the one, <laughs> the one that I use the most. Uh, I am at, L Bobo E underscore bomb underscore O. Um, you can find me the same on Facebook, but I'm on there as my real name, Pedro Salinas, mm -hmm. and then it's Bombo Pinstriping. It's it is my business page is attached to that. Um no. hold this happened last time. Let's uh hold tight. This happened this happened again. We lost him on how to get a hold of him. So it's very important. Um, he's coming back. We lost signal. Can you hear me? Again. Yeah, we lost you. So Dude. it was like, you're like, hey, get a hold of me. Bam, they shut you down. 
No, like damn the man, damn the man. Yeah. I'm like, if you want work by Obama, contact me. I'll take all your money and, and make sure he gets the gets to it. No, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the one I use the most is Instagram. It's super simple for me, so it work it works out. Uh, okay. E L underscore Bomo or Bomb underscore O. Uh, okay. Obama. Um, there's an underscore in between Facebook. I'm under my real name, Pedro Salinas, and my Bomo pinstriping page is attached to it. Um, I'm on there once a day, maybe, but mm. the one I do use is Instagram. Instagram. Well, thank yes. you. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Dude, totally. Uh, to I sit down with me. Thing. You know, I know we had some difficulties cutting out in and out, but thanks for coming back and uh, going through this with me. Um, if everybody wants to listen, you can hear this on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Spotify, YouTube. Every you know, this is we're pushing this out everywhere. If you have questions, feel free to send me uh, some messages. Um, but once again, thank you, uh, Pedro, for doing this. I not you know, a problem. Not no a problem. problem. And I'll, I'll be sending you. I'll text you that picture of you, Lil Matt, and uh, Gene. Hey, same thing. Um, if anyone has any questions feel free to, you know, shoot me a DM, whatever. If I can help you, I will. If I have an answer for you, I'll give it to you. If I don't have it, I will do the best I can to get you an answer. Um, I've got to just, you know, kind of pay it forward for everyone who's done it for me. So yeah, exactly. if you've got yeah. questions or anything, let me know. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Pedro. No problem. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. Bye.